tell you what, buddy. Tim. Okay. I appreciate you doing this episode, not just because I was busy this week, but also just because I was laughing watching this, thinking like Tim has to pay attention to every single thing that's happening in this movie, and he has to write down everything that's happening. <laughs> I'll tell you laugh. what. I'll tell you what. I watched it with Abby last night. I didn't take any notes, and I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna like skip through it this morning. Um, on fine. fast forward and kind of like get the key points and then <laughs> I got like 10 minutes into that and I was like fuck this I am just I just go on, on to Wikipedia <laughs> and like got the plot summary <laughs> it just made bullets off of that because I was like I am not fucking like skipping through this thing again okay I'm recording now alright well welcome to Hope My Popcorn folks uh, where we're starting off our Ladies Choose Month. As we all know, as all the fans know, where our lovely significant others choose their favorite movies, and in my case, choose whatever movie they think will torture me the most, uh, and make us watch it and comment on it, and we die a thousand deaths, which is a perfect segue into the movie this week, which is The Notebook. Cue Woo! gunshots. <laughs> Cue three simultaneous gunshots. <laughs> Yes, um, which is a lovely tome about one of the one of the attractive Ryans that acts, and um, uh, the girl that was better in Wedding Crashers, and their torrid love affair where plenty of plenty of rules are broken, people are cheated on, and at the end they both die <laughs> in a nursing home. Um, and no one cares. Yeah. A modern All right, love story. see you guys next week. Yep. <laughs> see show, you guys, guys next week. <laughs> That's the show. Uh, <laughs> write and review. So um, before we got on, um, former co-host Derek had reached out. He's like, you want me to come on for the episode? I'm like, nope, I don't. But he's like, okay, that's probably a good idea because uh, it's like I actually bought this movie the day it came out for my girlfriend at the time. And he said the, the second the movie started, he fell asleep, and then he woke up as the movie ended. It's like, so for you, the way you watched it, it's like, why do these girls love this movie so much? It's just about these old people who just die. Yeah, exactly. And I, okay, I just want to say this right now. I called every single, like, key plot point in this movie because I was just transparent. Like, halfway through, I looked at Abby, and I was like, so does this guy die at the end of, like, a heart attack? And she's like, <laughs> how the fuck do you know that? She was so angry, and I'm like, it's because it's transparent. They set, they teed it up. He's at the doctor's, and he said, I'm a little tired now. Wait a second. Okay, well, he's going to fucking die. Robin Williams doesn't die at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> God damn it, John. <laughs> Didn't you know we were watching The Great Mouse Detective? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, I will say that um, this was the first time I had seen this movie, The Notebook. That is what we watched, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, good. All right. I got it right for a change. Um, and uh, I'm, dude, I, 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 I got no notes. All I have is raw emotion. Yep. I, I teared up throughout the entire movie. Didn't let a drop spill because that's against one of the Ten Commandments, I think. Or is that come? <laughs> I don't know, but either way, we're. I'm very emotional about this movie, and um, I hate it, and I love it, and I hate it, and I love it, and I fight with it, and it fights with me, and we're in love. Because I'm well, I, wonderful. I'm not gonna lie, I actually enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I liked too. it. Yeah. yeah, I got plenty of things too. to make fun of about it, but I. So the first time I've only seen this movie twice. 
the first time I saw it was in high school. So it was like 15 years ago. And I like remembered the entire movie. I don't know why I remembered it, but like I knew every single scene of every, of the whole movie. And I hadn't, it's been 15 years since I saw it. Are you surprised at your own like Rain Man like brain when it comes to a movie? It always, right now? yeah. I'm always just surprised by that because earlier in the day, Nikki told me to put the dryer on and I forgot that, but I could tell her the entire plot of the notebook before watching it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> or, or, uh, Ozzy Smith's, uh, batting average. Yes. Halfway through the season in, in 1992. <laughs> 234. Ozzy wasn't a great hitter. <laughs> 230. You, you, you didn't do your, your head twitch. 234, 234, 234. <laughs> Definitely could work. Definitely could work. All right, let's get into Matt's Max's new favorite movie here. Uh, <laughs> so the movie opens with an actor I once respected uh, and now don't, James Patterson, reading Garner. a romantic tome. James Gardner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> James Gardner, <laughs> reading a romantic tome to an old lady in a nursing home. Now James Gardner is a famous old actor. He was in um, Great The Escape. Great Escape, mm. Le Mans. He, he was in a bunch of shows back then, too. I mean, he was sort of like a leading man, a big dick swinging, you know, kind of guy. And now he's reduced to this. You know what a fun fact here, guys, is uh, the director, <clears throat> the director of The Great Escape, his son directed this movie. Okay. Oh, so his son, is that- Tim, hold on one second. Tim, his son was the bald guy with the rat tail in the back of his head and face off with the neck tat. Remember that weird, goofy-looking dude? Yes. That's the guy who directed The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Yep. So, that is, this movie, there is some shit that's going on in the background then, now that all of these points have just been put together, because, like, <laughs> as, information. As, as, as Tim, you know, spoke to, that James was, James Garner, James Garner was in The Great Escape, and he has this great line, an old, like, Fisher's jingle, or a Fisherman's jingle, where it's like, Red sky at night, sailor's delight. Red sky in the morning, sailor takes warning. And I knew in the opening shot of this movie, when I saw it, it's like, okay, we've got a red sunrise. Some shit is about to go down. And then five minutes in, the guy who said that fucking line in The Great Escape walks onto camera. He's like <laughs> yep. 95 years old at this point, And he like, he still has like a Viagra erection, but it's okay. And yeah, but he's it was trying, wild. He's still that, trying to fuck. Hey, dude, he is trying to fuck that entire yep. goddamn movie. I mean, honestly, why do you effort. think the nurse? Why do you think the nurses like him so much? Yeah, well, that that nurse girl, That's another thing. Oh my god, this is like literally like um, uh, this this nursing home is kind of like if we were in some alternate uni- universe where uh, black people were granted the opportunity to just like destroy you know, get revenge on old Jim Crow white people. Cause this is just like a Southern nursing home where every single nurse and orderly was a black person. And you, and everyone in that nursing home was a fucking terrible racist. You know that. Oh my and God. Yeah. I guarantee that you shouldn't make yeah, they from fucking South Carolina. I <laughs> yeah. guarantee that there were these, these uh, black nurses and orderlies were not being nice to them. No. And for good reason. And for <laughs> yeah, good for good reason. reason. That is something that uh, my wife and I did notice. And we're noticing this a lot more now since we're just, we're in 2021 and we're such a woke white hating podcast, but there, every single person of color in this movie is either the help or they're like homeless. 
Have you noticed yep. that? It's yeah. Just watching yeah. it in a different lens. I'm like, who gives a fuck about this rich bitch who has too many people that love her? Like, who cares? Right. Yeah. It's a exactly. win-win for her. Oh, my God. So <sighs> dumb. But I got to say, at least the opening was uh, really, really quick. That, that, that was good. I'm glad it wasn't. <sighs> it didn't drag on for like five minutes. Oh, my God. Like yeah, that was brutal. commercial. I, I just love this, the CGI ducks and swans that flew by that look like, you know, dinosaurs. It was something like <laughs> yeah. straight out of Jurassic Park. I was like, that's not actually, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, look like rubber chickens flying through the sky. <laughs> but anyways, Tim, I'll, I'll take a step back so we can okay. dive into this fucking pile of shit. So after we're introduced to uh, the old people in the nursing home, the story goes back in time, and then we're introduced to our main characters, Noah and Allie. Uh, who are both at some janky clan carnival (laughs) (laughs) with their friends. And um, Noah Noah, uh, is quite smitten with Allie and randomly asks her to dance and then tries to commit suicide for her attention (laughs) on a Ferris wheel, uh, which is apparently romantic to women. I, I so that was actually the first sex scene of the movie, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't actually recognize. Is that um, Rachel and the gauze actually fucked right there? They were just staring at one another. It was like you're gonna go out with me. She's like, I'm gonna fucking go out with you. Like they both climaxed while he was hanging off of that thing, trying to force, <laughs> trying to pressure a woman into going out with them. Yeah. What if you just started blowing them just right there? <laughs> That's the way it was going. <laughs> like with the guy sitting next to her too. He's just like, uh, uh, I guess can we're just we, friends dude, then. Can you turn this down? Can you turn this on? I want to get away from these people. Nah, he's part of the scene, man. He's there for his own jollies. Just very <laughs> unique. Let me add him. Let um, me add him. No, now, don't. So not only does the gauze like aggressively go after this absolute stranger at a carnival mm-hmm. dressed as a carny, which is really funny that he even thinks he's going to get somewhere and is like, no, you're going to go out with me. No, you're going to dance with me. She's like, mm, no, that's fine. But the fact that he does not get arrested in like 1945, like South Carolina for his pants being down because you would be shot for doing that. Like even in 1980s, Southern South Carolina. Well, at least having pants on. At least he, in that situation, he put himself in danger and not the woman, which is usually what is typical custom of that time. Right. Didn't That's he why he's a gentleman. the safety bar to then climb out onto the Ferris wheel? Oh, pitch posture. Onto. There's no safety that was... bar in that. <laughs> he didn't even have seatbelts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is pre World War II. <laughs> That's true. Also, uh, uh, Noah's friend looks like Bilbo Baggins' boyfriend. Dude, that's E for Monterey. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like yeah. such a fucking I, little hobbit. I call him mm-hmm. Squirtle. Yeah. I call him Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like literally a, a fucking. Po- yeah. He's a Pokemon. I mean, th- that's what he is. Like, he's a cute little toy that you like keep on your desk that, like, you know, bobbles at you. <laughs> and that's what he was. I wanted someone actually to poke him in the stomach so he went Pillsbury Doughboy because <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Sorry. Clearly, I. This is how emotional I am. This is how emotional I am. This is what it brings out of me. Noah's suicide attempt uh, apparently sways Allie because she agree- she agrees to go on a date with him the next day after he gets out of the clink for public public nudity, public intoxication, probably, you know, any number of other uh, serious charges that he probably was arrested for um, when he sees her on the street. Uh, you know, they immediately start flirting like they've known each other for for forever and have always had the sexual tension, but they're strangers. This is the second time they're meeting. 
they they fall in love within what the first 15 minutes of the movie and then you still have another hour and 45 minutes to go um yeah. they rushed through the impetus of this relationship so fast that doesn't happen ladies no. and gentlemen in real life in america like no that that's not how this shit goes also, in these flashbacks, did you notice just how, like, weird they both looked? It took me a minute, but, like, Rachel McAdams in the flashbacks, she doesn't have eyebrows. <laughs> she has eyebrows once oh. she's older. Yeah, but you're right. I guess that's how to make her look younger. And then also, Gosling has, like, brown contacts in this whole movie, which, why I was like, why does he look so weird? And it's because he doesn't have those, like, beautiful blues. Yeah, Max was, Max had his dick out the whole time waiting for those blues to pop out, and I he mean, did not get it. When he gets older, is he going to get blue eyes? <laughs> That's how it works, right? That's what happened with me. I just don't. I, I don't. You were staring into his eyes the entire movie. No, the opposite. I wasn't because they weren't those beautiful pearly blues. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy's face? Oh, it's it's the brown contacts. That's what it is. You know, Noah meets her on the street. They decide to go on a date. <clears throat> they decide at a movies is the uh, perfect date to go on double date with e and some other broad that uh, Ooh, i would have gone for Allie's. yeah i would have gone for the friend yeah, it's hotter than Allie mm-hmm. for sure oh, of course and also should yeah. have been locked up with gosling because that outfit um once again 1945 south carolina and you're showing Dude. midriff like the, yeah. the most you were allowed to get away with was like ankle that was like that was 60s type shit you know that was like yeah. you know I mean, 65 that was like mm-hmm. height of the um of the hippie era no, that is not happening in fucking South Carolina, rural South Carolina in the forties. That's that's shit you get that's shit you get burned to the stake yep. for yeah. down there. Yeah. I do I declare. Know, but, but yeah, so she was she was wonderful. And then we don't think we ever got to see her again. Yeah. Lindsey Graham's still clutching his pearls over that shit. <laughs> oh my God. I told him. I told him. Um so they go on this date to the movies. After the date, they decide to go on a walk home. And Noah goes for his second suicide attempt. <laughs> where he convinces her uh, Allie to lay down in the middle of the street for some reason. Because looking up at a street light is beautiful, I guess. Um, going for bonus points, murder-suicide. Mm-hmm. So this suicide attempt, again, is apparently something that... Uh, women really like because Abby thought this was very rom- a very romantic part of the uh, of the movie. Apparently, okay, something I've learned here is that romanticism is apparently intrinsically linked to irrational behavior. Like anything irrationally done in the name of love, like you could just I could just like go jump off a, off the Grand Canyon, but if I say I love you before I do it. It's romantic, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently. I just don't understand this whole concept. This movie is essentially just a string of irrational actions that then become romantic in some strange form. I guess they're getting at love. I don't know. Uh, it, it really is a cobble. It's a cobblestone movie of just, once again, every trope, almost as if they, they're trying to say that they invented all the tropes. Um. But at the end of the day, it still punches you in the fucking stomach and you end up crying. And I hate it for that. But I love are, it, but I hate it. They are laying in the middle of a dirty street. 
for no reason other than the prospect of death excites them. So after they after Noah's second suicide attempt and trying to bring Allie into that one, so they're, you know, essentially starting a two-person cult right off the bat here. It's a real Roma, um, Romeo and Juliet story, Tim. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're 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 going straight to the end of Romeo and Juliet here. <laughs> um then they there's just some big long montage of PDA that again would not be appropriate in fucking the antebellum south <laughs> and uh so uh then they're on a bench um oh boy oh yeah man we're getting real detailed all right and then oh they gosh. sit on a bench. a bench no 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 sorry sorry they're not bench, they're on a, a beach I, I read that wrong they're <laughs> at a beach that's certainly not in south carolina because it's a rocky beach that could only be in like maine or california <laughs> Uh, and then they start talking about birds for some reason. Oh boy! And then romantic cliche, blah 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 blah, fart sound. Uh, Tim lost his shit at this point in a text, and just yeah. in our text group, just freaking out about the birds. Why are they talking about birds? <laughs> she just she's standing in the water. She starts flapping her wings. She's like, "I'm a bird. I'm a bird." Okay, you should be fucking hospitalized. You're a fuck. You're a fucking psychopath right now. You're delusional. These are delu- These are the ramblings of a delusional weirdo. If you're a bird, and I'm a bird, then we can all be birds. <laughs> Rocky Four. I just motherfuck. I mean, what? And I, you know, I said this earlier. I do think that this was a half-assed homage to Faulkner's "As I Lay Dying," and fuck that motherfucking book. It, somebody, people, just go look up. Um, my mother's a fish. That, that's all you need to know. It's it fucking. It's garbage. It makes no fucking sense. Um, at least these two are in love, apparently. Once again, I love this. I hate it. I love it. I hate it. I hate it. I love it. I mean, that that is Gosling's pickup pick up attempt there is just, as I lay dying, he's just trying to do anything possible just to get to that point, to get some girl's yeah. attention. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. But ladies and gentlemen, wait until he tries to grow a beard. <laughs> oh, boy. It is brutal. It's not a good one. Not good. Uh, Going backwards again, real quick, Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah. So no, Go for it. I think at this point we've already met the mom and we we know that she's just like an elitist asshole. Yep. Like, you know, her daughter isn't, you know, this guy isn't good enough for her daughter. Meanwhile, she finds Noah like reading like poetry on a like on <laughs> you know, like on outside on the porch, like a Renaissance man with his dad. It's right. like that's all you need. This motherfucker's in high school. He's like reading poetry to his dad at like eleven o'clock at night. Who gives a fuck right. how much money you're making? Actually, that's that's my next note is that Allie, you know, Allie around this time meets Noah's like blue collar savant father. <laughs> like he, he literally he's like the Noam Chomsky of the South. You know, <laughs> Sam Shepard. Um, Love Sam yeah, Shepard. Sa- Sam Shepard. And then she starts kind of like slumming it, you know, attending some black jazz parties, mm-hmm. which I'm sure was frowned <laughs> upon by her parents. But culturally very significant. She's getting a lot of culture being around Noah's family. This is Titanic. I mean, I saw this in Titanic. <laughs> this whole this whole thing, right? I think they literally. I think uh, Gosling does the same dance that DiCaprio does with all the, uh, you know, the third rate Irish people, which used to be considered uh, people <laughs> of color back in like 1912. <laughs> right? They're pale. They're pale. That's a color. <laughs> They're Catholic. <laughs> Say, get them out of here. Uh, they are the opposite of color. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, so after Allie and Noah's father get acquainted and she becomes a staple of their of their parties at the house, um, 
then Allie gets dropped off by Noah uh, after a night out and blowing him in his lumberyard truck. <laughs> and Allie's mustache, I mean father, tells her to bring Noah <laughs> Noah by the house because she wants to meet the young lad that she's been hanging out with for so long. And um, this man is so rich, he does not have a care in the world. Um, any other movie, the father would be the one having fucking meltdowns with the mother being like, no, they're in love. It's just let it happen. It'll be fine. And the whole thing. But here it's like this guy just sits there and puffs on a fucking opium pipe all day long or something. I mean, nothing bothers this dude throughout the entire movie. It's nothing. It's because he's so satisfied with hunting humans all day because he looks like the hunter for the most dangerous game. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Got my rocks off today. Yeah. Children, that's not my concern. That's my wife's concern. Mm. Speaking of which, where is she? (laughs) Oh. Do you have any other poor friends that don't have families? (laughs) His mustache was ridiculous. I, I, it was a character upon itself, um, as well as his like nonsensical accent that I couldn't tell if it was like, you know, New York doughboy or like Southern wealth. I couldn't tell. For the life yeah. of me, even though apparently they're based out of New York. And then we'll see another, you know, one other boyfriend who comes by later who actually is a rich person from the South. I still don't understand the father. I don't understand the character. I, we shouldn't have even seen him. It should have just been the mother the entire time. There was no reason mm. to even throw him in there. They yeah. should have just been like, oh, father's just off always working and shit. And we don't care about him. Like that would have fallen just in line with the times. You see the father twice. You no three times. You see him on the porch when she gets home. That's when he invites her to lunch. Wants to invite Noah to lunch at the dinner at the lunch party, and then later when uh, they're yelling at her, telling her she can't see Noah anymore. Yeah. Right. That's Once again, three times. Not not yelling. Him just the entire time, just watching his wife just have a fucking meltdown. Like, Honestly, the, <laughs> yeah, actually, laughing at her. The, the dad's yeah. not bad. Like he's actually a pretty no. cool dude. Because I mean, he knows just from looking at Gosling. He's like, you don't, you smell poor. Like he just knows. And that, right. you know, like he like walks in the house and he just starts laughing. He's like, oh boy, the wife's gonna get a, have a field day with this one. And right. then like later on when they're having their little like outdoor dinner party, like the wife's just you know again starts just being a fucking elitist bitch. And the dad just like changes the subject and starts just making a bunch of jokes. It's like, right. I like like this guy. (laughs) The dad does not care. The dad could care less about, he's just like, listen, Noah, come here. Okay. Here's the deal. I like you. You look, look like you're nice to my daughter. I like that. Here's what's going to happen. If you date her, I am going to get it up the ass every (laughs) night from this bitch in here. Okay. (laughs) She sucks. Okay. If I could send, if I could send her to fucking Africa to eaten by a lion right now, I would. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. So listen, here's the deal. Can't eat, you can't date my daughter because this little cunt in here. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> my language, but this little cunt over here. Just, uh, oh, wow. Man, how much money cut. do I need to give you for you to just never come back to my house? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, like you. Great to my daughter. I seem like a stand up guy. <laughs> Again, yeah. <laughs> my wife is a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I can I will, I will take issue with that then right now is the fact that they're trying to depict the 1945 rich man as a decent human being, but the wife is not being. Well, it's just it totally doesn't make sense because the wife, you find out later in the movie, has the exact same experience. I mean, literally. Story te- storytelling would dictate that she would be advocating for her daughter to not make the same mistake that she did. 
but no, the the wife takes the opposite position, takes that turn and be like, no, if I did it, you have to do it, you dumb bitch. You, you don't get a better life than me. <laughs> so now we're starting to venture into, it's a, not necessarily talking about the uh, the husband and wife, but more like, God damn it, mom. That's what the movie descends into later, where it's like, mom, you bitch. Like, you don't understand. So yeah. So yeah, I understand very well. <laughs> this is literally like a hippie child dealing with her 50s parents. Mm. Mm-hmm. He um, wants your teeth, your teeth fucking knocked out by a coal miner's cock. Be right, be my fucking guest. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> get sure. the soap. And, get yeah. the soap. And the girl's like, yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. Hey, you know, <laughs> to each their own, right? No teeth's going to make um, my blowjobs a lot better. <laughs> Which which she does. She she gives him a nice little BJ later. But anyways, so uh, moving on here. Uh, So Noah and E from Entourage get invited to the lunch dinner party at uh, (laughs) Allie's parents' house. And the most unrealistic conversation ever happens where they're just like, where do you work, Noah? And he's like, at the lumberyard. Next question comes out: How much do you make there? Damn it! Oh my right. god! Because Jesus Christ! Yeah, because polite, polite people. I mean, let's just say this: People like the Southern genteel, I'm sure, are polite. They're not going to just like come off and be like, "How much do you make?" No. Everyone knows you don't no. ask that question, and it wouldn't be answered. No. But he's like, "Oh, forty cents an hour." It's like, yeah, okay, enough to so we have to fuck ask- this girl over here. Yeah. <laughs> So we can't just leave the fact, this story, like, we can't just leave the fact that he's poor, sort of, like, unstated. We all know he's poor. We all know he's not rich. He works at a fucking lumberyard. But you actually have to get so specific and explicit with it. It's it's terrible storytelling. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think, well, these are all supposed to be, like, high society New Yorkers, though, right? I don't know where they're supposed to be from. Yeah, I mean, none of it makes any sense because they all their accents are all over mm. the place. Uh, yeah, I all think right. these are just all, all their the summer place. homes, so they're probably just from all uh, over. But they're from Charleston. The, not Charleston, Charleston. They're from Charleston. Hey, kid, how much money you make at the lumber yard, huh? <laughs> yeah, how much fucking dough you're racking in, kid? Every, everyone from Charleston doesn't work at the lumber yard. They work at uh, Boston's End and Gravel. <laughs> <laughs> I can't bring myself to fucking say Charleston fucking queers. Call it Charlestown like a fucking man. <laughs> wait a second. Beautiful wait city. a second. Wait a second. We're we're gonna get we're gonna get upset about how people pronounce shit down there when you're up in fucking Gloucester. Like really? Gloucester? Worcester. Yeah. Those are the right ways to pronounce them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not even gonna try to pick this fight. I'll I'll lose. Good. Keep going. Good, good. Yep. Mexico. Uh, but I think they're from Charleston. Yes. Like they're from Charleston, but they go to this place down on the shore for um vacation. Okay. So they are for the from summer. Charleston then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. After Noah says I make forty cents an hour at the lumber yard, her mom is increasingly less impressed. <laughs> Getting less impressed with Noah by the millisecond. And um but none nevertheless, the next night, Noah takes her to a special place, his serial killer lair, which is a, yeah, which is a haunted house. I mean, a plantation, <laughs> which is uh, also a haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wonder who died here. Oh, um, hmm. <laughs> Moving on. She walks like she walks in there like a moron. 
It's like, oh, you're taking me into this fucking place that's falling down with no lights and spider webs everywhere? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to die. This has to be before serial killers were a thing. That's the thing, though. You, you guys forget how just... You guys, like, when you're 18 or 17, how desperate you are to fuck. It doesn't matter where you are. You will fuck anywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah because we I will. Forgot. Men will. But no, the yeah. discussion earlier, well, though, was like, literally, the men are fucking somebody he's else. Like, he's like, you want to go somewhere? And she's like, yeah. So, okay, you're right. Yeah, they had both been like, yeah, we're going, we're going someplace to, well, you know, have fun. So, okay, I guess she, that makes sense. Ellie always knows what she's getting herself into, as we'll find out throughout the movie, in which people constantly tell her that. It's like, you knew exactly what you were doing, and she never says, she never disagrees with them either. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to go lose my virginity in this haunted house. Okay. I think she knew, like, they both said, let's go somewhere. They both, in their mind, twinkle in their eye, let's go for a place to fuck. I just think that, when Allie rolled up on the haunted house, she might've been like, this isn't the place I had in mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, once again, as you stated, nothing in this movie is rational. It is all irrational um, and messy and sticky and ooey gooey. So yeah. Also uh, low key here too, is just how prepared Noah was because they walk in and the entire house is just like candle lit. Like every room yeah. is just lit with candles. Yeah. yeah. Candle lit blankets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you want to do something tonight here? Or? Yeah. What do you want to do, Allie? Your intentions. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Count my, do my rosaries? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You've got the original um, Sibian in the back, the piano. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. He... <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a percussion so, instrument, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it it is a percussion instrument. Joan's right. <laughs> So, you know, what the pl- the haunted house that we're talking about is actually called the Windsor Plantation. Noah's been infatuated with it his entire life, and he tells her that he's going to buy it someday. And then they go into this, like, husband-wife um, interior design planning fetish session uh, before they both decide they're going to want to play hide the schmeckle for the first time. Yeah. And also, once again, they're all, they're both 17 years old and they're already yep. thinking about buying homes and shit. Like what happened back then where it was like, oh yeah, I'm 16, 17. Yeah. I want to have a house and remodel it and put it together. And what the fuck? John, the Nazis are coming. That's, that's what was happening. Oh yeah. 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 So I, earlier when you said that, um, that speaking squirtle, German in France. Yeah. When you said that Squirtle and Gosling got invited, I thought you were about to say we're invited to World squirtle. War II, but yeah. <laughs> This is the thing I always find fucking annoying. When the, in movies where people just like slowly undress far away from each other, has Staring anyone ever fucking other. done that? No, 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 never. No, it's like no. I want They're, you to take my clothes off. That's what. That's the fun part. I can take my clothes off every day. I want you to do wait, it for me. Wait a second. You you make your wife take your own clothes off every day. At least, like, be kissing or touching or doing something Some, yeah. intimate, not but, just staring at each other with like scared eyes as you as you take each as you take your clothes off from like twelve feet away. So this actually brings me. This is a personal story, and it's just funny. It's a quick aside, but talking about like undressing in front of one another. Um, it was a girlfriend in college. We just finished having some fun, and I was just like doing like you know the thing on the bed, and she was just like, "Oh my god, cover yourself." <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, dude. That's the thing, especially because when God listen, when a woman takes off other clothes, 
Nothing bad about that. When a guy takes off his pants, never the sexiest thing in the world no. to a woman. No. Just like, oh, that's okay. Yep. No, so to anyone. Yep. I don't think to I've anyone. ever met a woman who actually likes looking at dicks. <laughs> like, right. It's just, no. this is not an appealing thing. It's just an appendage hanging off your body. Yeah. Right. It's it's literally, it's the funny papers. Like, that. that's all it is. <laughs> that would have been great it's if a, he I, takes his clothes off and she just starts laughing at him. Okay. Just turns into a... <laughs> It turns into insomnia with Ron Williams. He just starts strangling her. Just <laughs> the movie oh ends. God. I said that to, I said to Abby, I was like, "So wh- why are they taking their clothes off so far away from each other?" And she's like, "It's their first time." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know. First time means like literally like making out ravenously, terribly, and then dry humping and then coming in your pants before <laughs> you even get it in. That's that's sex for the first time." Yeah. Yeah, my first yeah. time, neither one of us had our clothes all the way off. It was just like, let's fucking go. There's nobody Dude, I, around. So, at, so here's a here's an I'm gonna say an aside here at, uh, after this, but you know what ends up happening is that Allie won't shut the fuck up, <laughs> and she ruins the mood, and then uh, they're interrupted by E from Entourage, who tells them her, Allie's parents are looking for them. Oh yeah, Squirtle. Um, of course, he has to come and fucking yeah. ruin the entire fucking game. He was listening on the other side of the door. Well, I know. Oh, of course he but, was. But what ended? What I first time I had sex, the last week, the, 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 yeah, first time I had sex last week, um, the girl, the girl said, I usually in the middle of it, she goes, I usually don't talk this much while I have sex because I just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to distract myself. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking during the scene, though, when she's like, what are you thinking? He's like, what am I thinking? I'm thinking about not trying to come right now. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What else yeah. am I thinking? I'm a 17-year-old kid having sex for the first time. I, I, You know, I think that was actually, that was a genuinely kind of funny scene, too, where she's like, oh, my God, I just ruined it. I'm talking too much. And he's like, nah. But at the same time, he's like, God damn it. Yeah. God he's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. And to Max's point, what am I thinking? My, I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's in. It's in. It's, it's in. This is, oh, my God, it's in. I've been thinking about this my whole life. I'm actually doing it. Go! I'm doing it. Yeah, that, that's exactly what goes through a boy's head is literally just like, oh. I mean, that, that's all that happens after that. It's just white noise with like with like He-Man screaming in your brain. That's all it is. What are you thinking? I'm not thinking anything. I'm just kind of seeing fireworks all over in my peripherals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my, the, some of the nerve endings in my brain are giving out. <laughs> this is awesome. Just, just fried a neuron. Am I dying? This is so much better for me than it is for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could say that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> is that also the first time you had sex? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. She was not happy. And then this leads into like the the true term for blue balls, just bringing blue balls to a whole new level. Yeah. So no, no. The the mood is ruined. Um. They they kind of like are about to start having sex again. And then E busts in, you got to come back. Allie's parents are looking, blah, 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 blah. So Noah has to waddle out to his truck with a raging boner <laughs> and then drive her all the way back, all the way back to her house um, where her parents make him wait in the hallway while they um, yell 
yell terrible things about him that he can definitely hear. <laughs> yes. To Allie. We'll give you and 20 maybe- minutes to get that boner down. All right. And go sit in the, in the, <laughs> our third uh, study room. Right. Once again, this is the father. So calm. This is actually the only time we almost see him like lose his cool or he's like the, where uh, Gosling starts to say something and he's like, he's like, puts his finger up. He's like, I would like to speak to my daughter alone, please. And she walks away and he's like, go sit down. Like, but yep. still, so much better than what I can imagine any kind of experience with me having with um, a father at that age where it had been like, stay right there. I'm going to go get my gun. I mean, that's usually <laughs> what it would be as opposed to like, go sit down. So, all right, here's, so here, here's a personal story too then. So like, uh, my, my, uh, high school girlfriend, the parents were out of town one, uh, one weekend. So, you know, obviously I'm there. And then the dad came home early and like, you mm. know, he freaked out, but didn't say anything to me. So then like two days later, he's like, Max, I want to, let me, I want to, I want to speak to you alone. So we like went outside and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be bad. And instead, he like shat on his daughter. He's being like, you know what? I expect, I, I, I expect it from her, but I expect a lot more from you, Max. <laughs> I was like, really? What the fuck? Because <laughs> you shouldn't. Because I just want to be clear about piece this. Of shit, but you, you're a gentleman. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh? You were like a son to me. You were like a son to me, Max. <laughs> but then it ended. I'm like, it won't happen again. And he's like, all right, I appreciate that. I'm like that, that was not half as bad as I thought. <laughs> Right. Uh, and then, and then Max lifted up his crossed fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so when are you guys uh, going won't, out of town again? Won't happen again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what movie are we watching again? Uh, so yeah, so we're watching the Notebook, John. Oh, okay, good. <clears throat> so Allie's parents say terrible. Allie's mom really says terrible things about Noah. Says he's not at her station. All that crap. Noah hears it, decides, hey, this isn't going to work. They have a big argument out in the driveway. They break up. And the next day, Allie wakes up and her mom says, we're going back to Charleston. And she's like, what? But I got to get Noah back. So she goes down to the lumberyard and talks to fucking E because Noah isn't there. And then she takes off to Charleston. Noah finds out, then goes to her house. But they're gone. I think she actually goes to New York City. Oh, does she yeah, go to college? So, so that's the thing. It makes it even harder for him. Like he can't just drive, you know, up up to the up to the next Charleston. Town. Yeah. Also, Gosling doing a, a a great Riggs impression when they break up, just slapping his face over and over again. Oh my yep. god! You mean after like Rachel almost beat the shit out of him, like on her own front lawn, like he <laughs> I mean, beat the shit out of him. It was like, dude, that, that's some real shit right there too. <laughs> First relationships, yeah. just getting your Fuck ass kicked. Yeah, dude. Oh my yeah. god, dude. She kicks his ass later in the movie again. I was like, man, <laughs> red hair, dude. Jesus, goddamn. So yeah. yeah. So then Hitler I didn't shows peg her up. as Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought um, though, like after this though, you know, because then uh, then E tells you know Gosling about it, and Gosling like jumps in the car and like tries to drive over to her house and she's already gone. I, I, I was just thinking about the boss of that, uh, of that, of the lumberyard being like, what the fuck are you going? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in love. I got a business to run. God damn it. You can't be in love on the clock. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, um, Allie goes to New York. Fucking Ryan doesn't see her before. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, no, doesn't see her before. Um, but he starts writing her letters every day for a year, 365 letters, Mm. but Allie's mom 
keeps intercepting the letters and none of them ever get to Allie. And after a year goes by, they both just kind of go, well, this we're fucking, not in love anymore. This fucking psychopath mom. Yeah. yeah. That is so unforgivable. What a bitch. 365 times you went out to the mailbox to make sure that your daughter didn't get that letter. What a fucking psychopath. Right. I actually think that's, it's pretty impressive commitment because you got to think one of those times she's got to slip, right? <laughs> uh, you know, nothing else think, to do, I guess. Man. My God, dude. Imagine the access to like powerful amphetamines that they had back then. That's probably what oh, it yeah. was. Oh, yeah. She right. was on like proto meth. So mm-hmm. just like honed in. This is my mission is to just make sure that my daughter marries someone fucking wealthy. That's all we need. That's it. Yep. So, um, so then um, Hitler invades Poland. <laughs> right. Well, Hitler invaded <laughs> Poland way before this, but then- That's 1937. True. Then true, the Japs true. drop a bomb on uh, on old Pearl Harbor, and so Finn and Finn. Oh, that's Japs. the first time I've actually used his real name. Then Ian, <laughs> then Ian Noah sign up and sign up for the military, go fight in North Africa, and eventually the Battle of the Bulge, where E gets shot in the face, thankfully. <laughs> and um, all the while, Allie's living her own life. She's up in college. She's at Saint Lawrence. She becomes a nurse treating uh, injured soldiers, and she meets Lon Cheney. Lon something or other. Lon Cheney. <laughs> I don't know. That's not really. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the fucking, he's the fucking nice robot guy from um, Westworld. And it was like, uh, what happened Cyclops. to you, buddy? Cyclops from X-Men. That's what he did. Okay. Thank God. I was trying to figure yeah. out what happened in between. I was like, what did you do for like 20 years? What did you do? <laughs> I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, James yeah, yeah. was it James Marsden or something like that? James yeah. Marsden. Marsden, yeah. yeah, he's good. Great line too by him. My intentions are completely dishonorable. <laughs> I like it. It's a good yeah. line. Well, he, well, here's the thing. Notice that you put a southern accent on. It only works with a southern accent. My intentions are completely dishonorable. So get the fuck away <laughs> yeah, from me, exactly. you goddamn Whoa, junkie! Holy shit! My my intentions are completely dishonorable. <laughs> Do you mean dis? Dishonorable? What the fuck you? All right, queer. Listen, I'm trying to be authenticious here, all right? Authentic? No, what? No, no, Tommy, I don't want to fucking buy your food stamps. Get out of here. Come on, kid. They're only like, they only expired two months ago. Yeah. I need to get some nips of the packy. My intentions are completely dishonorable. If you go down to the Tedeschi's on Dot Av, they'll take them still. I know the guy. All right, listeners, understand that I didn't understand a word of that either. So there we are. Um, yeah. So Lon quickly woos Allie. He and he is the everything her parents want. He mm-hmm. is from the South. He is rich. He is handsome. He probably fucked the mom. I mean, they <laughs> are smitten with Lon, and Allie's kind of smitten with him too. So. After a couple of years of dating, he proposes to her, and they are going to get married. Yeah, Lon jumps on stage like, excuse me, white man coming through. Stage jumps yeah. right up there. Well, like, it took me a while, too, to even figure out. I was like, what could this southern boy, where could he trace his money back to? I don't know. <laughs> what could his family have possibly done back in the day to have such wealth? Oh, my goodness. When she comes into his, when Rachel comes into his office later, Allie, we notice that he's trading cotton. Oh, my God. <laughs> he can trace his lineage back to slave owners. Isn't this a wonderful, wonderful young man? Oh, my goodness. Quick little uh, segue, too. So, 
John was there. We were at a uh, bachelor party in, in Kentucky a couple of, like, you know, two years ago. And we went to the, uh, the Evan Williams distillery and, you know, they're just talking about the history of it and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then one of the guys in the bachelor party just like raises his hand. He's like, so, uh, how do they get all that free labor? The <laughs> <laughs> oh, just completely man. ignored the question and just kept on going on with the tour. <laughs> <laughs> good good on them good on them yeah I, they don't get paid enough they don't get nope. paid enough to deal nope, with that that they definitely don't and this poor lady the tour guide must have been like 65 so like yeah she she didn't have time for this she was like no nah, it's it. the free labor made six dollars and 25 cents less than me moving on <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yep so lon Lon gets up on stage after proposing, says a bunch of dumb shit, um, yada, yada, yada. Allie's all excited about it. She goes and sees him at work. He's trading. St- his num- The numbers are going up, so that's good. I remember, be- I remember seeing, <laughs> like, at that scene, he's just like, 89, oh, to 90? That's good. Ooh. It's like, no one even knows what the fuck it is. The it's GameStop just numbers that are increasing. <laughs> so that's good, apparently. Um. But, uh, oh, sorry, I kind of skipped over. So Noah, Noah came back from World War II at this point, and his dad, when he gets home, his dad's like, hey, I sold the house, son. We're going to be able to buy Win- uh, Windsor Plantation, and you're going to be able to fix it up. So, so him sweet. and his dad. And, it is yeah, sweet. What a good man. His, his dad's the best. He is. <clears throat> he is the opposite side of the coin of Allie's mom. And, mm-hmm. um, so they fix up Windsor plantation and, or they start to fix up Windsor plantation. And while in Charleston getting his plans approved, he sees Allie and follows her to a restaurant where he finds out that she is getting married to Lon. Who's a, what's it? Dun, dun, dun. At, at which point he decides the only way to get Allie back is to fix this house. She doesn't know about and grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. Grow a beard. Oh it's beard God, time. <laughs> And you know what? The fucking the house works. The beard does not. No. Yeah. And that's the thing with Gosling too. Like he he usually rocks the like the scruff. Like he's you know yeah yeah beautiful beautiful man. He's always got the scruff. But he just has to stay at scruff. He cannot grow up that beard. He looks terrible. Nope. He needed nope. a haircut. Nope. No. He, his 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 face looked like a chihuahua once he had that beard, or like it's crossed with an Ewok. It was fucked up. And I, looked like um the beard Will Ferrell grew in Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> just chugging milk in 90 degree weather. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. It looked like mm-hmm. a beard of somebody like, you know, you, everybody knows that that person who never shaved ever. Like they've never used a razor and they've just like the peach fuzz just grows around their face and just looks horrific. Yep. That's that's what it looked like. Yeah. It was not a good look for him. I was probably looking into this way too much for the dad, though. But like another underrated thing that he did is like his son came back home. So he, he went to war heartbroken. He came home with seeing his best friend dead. <laughs> Like he has no opportunity and he's like, you know what? I'm going to sell my house and I'm going to have a distraction for you. Let's go build this thing back up from, you know, the ground down or ground up. Well, yeah, but then, you know, like yeah. just he goes and like, you know, doesn't help him finish the entire house and dies like an asshole. So then he has yeah. to do it. Alone. Yeah, that is a good point, John. He did die like an asshole. Yeah, you know, and that was really fucked up. And then then it goes into like a whole diatribe. Do we just lose Max? Yeah, we Uh-oh. lost him. We lost Max. Anyway, we're back after a 25-minute download for my shitty fucking computer with no notice. Okay, so we're hopping back into it. Um, 
So let me just. Noah's got a beard. Rachel McAdams has eyebrows now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Noah decides that the only way to get Allie back is to finish the house. Noah's dad dies, so basically, he the only thing he has left is the house. He's coming a little crazy right now. He's got a beard. Um, seems to be drinking a lot. He's banging widows. So all all things, not the sign of the the healthiest man. He's stable. But, oh my gosh! Yep. Can that and can that man paint? Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but Noah. Uh, finishes the house and gets his uh, gets in the paper for finishing the house. And while Rachel McAdams is getting her wedding dress fitted, she sees the article with Noah in the paper and she immediately goes on a um, bipolar depression downer <laughs> and just ends up in the bathtub with a bottle of whiskey with her dress still on with her dress, with her dress still, still on, on, which is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Talk about white people problems. Jesus yeah. Christ. I did think it was funny that she just passes the fuck out, though, the second she sees that article. She's like, swat! I mean, down. I was like, all right, that's funny. I mean, that was like straight out of like Sex in the City or Bridesmaids or some yeah. shit, you know? That was actually funny. I also laughed out loud during the um, like the the montage of people trying to buy the house and him just continually telling them to leave with the one, <laughs> like, the Colonel Sanders-looking dude. He's like, I'll give you $55,000. And he just goes and gets his guns. <laughs> But get here's out. here's the thing I don't get. If you don't want to sell the house, don't fucking sell the house. I know. Why why does he have to fucking sell the house? It's so dumb. I don't know. Uh, you know, he's just he's he's, uh, he's just on a self-destructive path and he's drinking a lot. I mean, what did they say like he finished the house and got raging drunk for 10 days? I was like, "Whoa. Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a long time." Like, god damn. Lost a drunk little bit of 10 a pussy. days. <laughs> I never, I used to get drunk for 10 days and I didn't even know, I didn't even accomplish anything. <laughs> that was just 10 days. That was just 10 days. Just gone. Also, yeah. so I, I'm sorry to go off track, but I did do the inflation calculator for the offer of that house, which oh, was $50,000 okay. yeah, yeah. in 1945. Yeah. And so that's what is that? 660 grand. That is not a lot of money for that fucking house. That is a 200 year old no, that- restored plantation. With property. It is amazing yeah. what has happened to the housing Waterfront. market since since uh, the last like twenty years. That house would be a billion dollars in Boston. Dude, it, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yes, <laughs> anywhere. I mean, it is at least a, like yeah. a two or three million dollar house. It's a fucking oh, waterfront yeah. property. Like, yeah, on an old plantation with great soil, with great grass, with great fences, with great paint, with great birds, with great water, everything. Yeah, mm. with checkered history. Yeah, with checkered history and <laughs> Hence uh, the great soil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Allie passes out at the sight of Noah. Typically, you got to at least have your penis out before that happens. Um, yeah. And then she decides, she tells Lon, listen, I have to go on a trip before the wedding. Um, I just got to do something, okay? Um, little does Lon know, it's it's noah yeah. so uh <laughs> should i be worried yes yeah yes lon you well, should be lon, be very how, worried lon i do not understand how they're trying to depict men as being so wealthy the father great guy you know the fiance great guy where he's like yeah he's so dad. everything is good she's like we're fine and he's just like okay no questions asked we're good we're good I'm like, yeah Dude, i trust you the, completely what the <laughs> fuck you'll have unprotected what sex the? with this this hobo for the next two weeks until i come down Th- that's the thing 
really the enemy of this the the bad the worst person in this movie is obviously the mom, mm-hmm. but it's a followed up by close second by Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> Just self-sabotaging her whole life. Yeah. Not really. It's love. So, that is such a guy. Is, that's oh, such a right, guy thing. It? It's yeah. love, guys. All right. Do you want to know what would have happened? This movie would have ended after Lon proposed. Because she's like, oh, a handsome guy with a lot of money? I'm not going back to that fucking weird dude with a terrible beard. Ching, 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 ching. Ching, 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 Yeah, seriously. Did you say yes? He's like pounding fucking PBRs. Like, ugh. Right. If we notice that. So uh, Allie drives on down to fucking the plantation and uh, calls on Noah where they immediately get right back into their old swing of things, start flirting and connecting immediately. Um, And, you know, Noah woos her with dinner and a boat ride surrounded by domestic ducks and geese, which is a perfect metaphor for romanticism. So this is, I I hate to, Abby goes in a defense of this movie goes, look, I mean, come on. Isn't that just romantic? I'm like, those are all domestic geese. Those are, aren't real (laughs) wild geese. They would never be there. Those geese ain't real. Well, they're half, they're half of them are geese and half of them are ducks and they're all domesticated. I'm like, it's the perfect metaphor. It's like this wonderful thing that all girls go, oh, and it's not real. <laughs> it's just fake. It's all fake, contrived bullshit. So this movie is actually quite wonderful because what it does is it gives our wives and, you know, if you're not married, girlfriends, you know, an excuse to leave you all over again. Because that's yep. all this is, is it just sets us up. It's the fucking danger zone for like for the, for us to be able to watch with our significant others. We just have to keep our fucking mouths shut because this will end a relationship. Talking badly about this fucking movie. Um, speaking of which, uh, Tim, you should leave your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I think she's going to leave me. <laughs> I also did have something in my notes here too. It's just, um, you know, when she crashes the car the first time she sees him, after she leaves, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just wrote down, that's called the Gosling effect, where a woman just can't control basic motor functions. I'll tell you what, it's, it's a Gosling effect on me, too. <laughs> God, if, if I just wish he would have shaved his fucking beard after she Trinit. showed up. At least and there Trinit. was like one, yeah, there was like one scene, too, where he's like, hey, and she's like, he's like at the top of the staircases, and she's coming, and he's just, she's at the bottom. And you don't really see his face. And I was like, oh, my God, did he shave it? Did he shave it? Nope, nope. This, we, we left the beard. Why do we leave the beard? Why is it? Like, I get it for, like, the one time when he's going through his breakdown and he's losing his mind and he's just painting and painting and painting and painting the house and making the wood shit and making the house great. And he keeps the beard. Why? No one knows. Know. It's a mystery. Right, fine, fuck you. Because he misses his girlfriend. <laughs> Now it's time for my computer to restart. <laughs> Deuces. Be back in also, 25 minutes. Also, I have I do have a theory, and I've been yelling into the mic all night because this movie just makes me extremely fucking passionate. But I think that if you flipped around where Allie was actually the man and then the love interests were women, it would all make a lot more sense. Hmm. All right. This movie would be universally hated yeah. if it was flipped. A man can't do this. He would just be a, a cheating che- piece of shit. Yeah. A man can't go cheat on her fi- his fiance. V- war veteran, fiance, purple yeah. heart <laughs> winner. Yeah. Uh, can't do that. Uh, well, you know, if, if if Donald Trump was a lady, I mean, I 
Well, that's a whole other conversation for another yeah, day. I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, hold so, on. Wee, so anyways, wee. so anyways, um, after Noah goes, show, goes and shows Allie his collection of domesticated geese in the swamp, <laughs> he rows her back and the rain starts and they're, yeah. they're in this, they get into this passionate argument, oh, yeah. soaking wet in the rain where she asks him, why didn't you write me just once? It wasn't over for me and then he goes i wrote you 365 letters no it's gonna go do the gosling though it's i wrote you 365 letters (laughs) you can barely understand (laughs) where he says this whole movie yeah and then he goes and headbutts her uh i mean kisses her um and cut scene to them just plowing into every wall in the house as they get undressed Apparently they know how to have sex better now than they did before. I was yelling that entire scene. I was like, don't scratch the paint. Don't scratch the paint. Like, we just made the house. Good God. He just put the molding up there. (laughs) It's not done yet. But, but, uh, so, yeah, so uh, Noah and Allie have hot, passionate sex. Allie is, like, completely and utterly blown away by this sex. Noah... Puts fingers in places she didn't even know she had. I mean, he gives her a second pearl necklace. You know what I mean? Skeet, skeet, skeet. And she is like, then she turns over and says something that no one has ever said to me. She's like, is this what I've been missing the whole time? Oh, my God. All right. I got, I got three things here. So the first one. Okay. Them, I, I love that. That is a great scene when they're like, they're laughing and it's raining. And then like it, it all just comes back to them. Like all the other emotions, like they were kind of like numb to the fact that like they were there and enjoying themselves. And then both of them at the same time are like, you never fucking wrote to me, not even once. Like, I thought this was real. Like th- th- right. you can see the anger in both of them right away, which I fucking love. I, I think that's so good. Um, and then the second part is very risque sex scene for a PG-13 tweener movie. Yeah, very risque. Mick Adams scene. reacts when Gosling goes in. <laughs> You can tell yep. this. You can see the moment of penetration. We have done yeah. 98 movies. We have never seen an actor actually react to penetration before. I mean, there's there's stuff. Like, you can tell he's going down in there. You can tell that there's fucking Russian finger traps happening. You know, there's like, <laughs> there's crazy shit going on. And so, they're showing it something all. Else. And then the third thing is just she's got those, like, when she goes for, like, round two or whatever. Like, she's got some great. Um, like sex high eyes. She probably hungry were banging Gosling. Oh no, they were. Uh, they 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 dated for a couple of years after this movie. Apparently, though, oh, they hated oh. each other while filming this, and then they got together oh, really? after. Yeah, mm, interesting. Oh, yeah. so it was like the same relationship. Rachel just beat the shit out of them every fucking day, and just slapped the shit out of them, and eventually it was like, well, okay. That's what I was. I was honestly kind of thinking that though, because like their their relationship is just so um passionate that if they're not fucking, they're like screaming at each other. That I feel like they kind of just took that <laughs> offset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it, well, okay. So to your point about this being like a raunchy for like a a PG thirteen movie, like there are there is literal nudity. We actually got to see breasts, um, while painting and or having sex, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. Let's just keep good. Going. All right. Tits. Okay. Good. Good addition, John. I like the tits. Appreciate then, that. Appreciate and then poor that. Martha. Um, poor, poor Martha. Oh. Who we haven't mentioned. Oh my gosh, that tore me apart. Oh, she just can't win. She's just always the leftovers. D- dude, this is what I'm saying. <sighs> Fucking 
Allie is a fucking sadist. <laughs> she stole that. She yeah. walked. She walks. Okay, she just rode Ryan Gosling dry. Like he is, <laughs> he is skeeting this fucking Sahara Desert at his dick. They have been having sex for like forty-eight hours, right? And then she just comes out with her cheery fucking face on, like, "You're Martha. I've heard so much about you. Come on in. Oh, does it smell like sex in here? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Sorry, I can't walk. It's like, right? Oh." Your boyfriend's oh, been boy. fucking me for days. You bitch, Allie. <laughs> I mean, what a... F- that is like the total... That is like the total, like, I stole your man, honey. Fuck you type for, of move. For, for, for the listeners who haven't seen this movie, is Martha is the widow from across town, um, a war widow that um, Ryan Gosling has been sleeping with um, with zero emotion for quite some time now. Yep. Um, and then she shows up with after... Well, he's been... he's. He, all he has left is the Sahara Desert coming out of his dick, as Tim so eloquently put it. But, yeah. And he's got a sparkle in what? his eye for the first time. She's like, I wish you would have yeah. looked at me like that. And he's like, yeah. I told you I didn't like you. He's got a sparkle in his eye for his for, for the first time. And Martha has food and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> they just got they just got done having sex on the blanket that they were going to have sex with. And the first time when they were younger in front of the fireplace. Right. And then Ryan Gosling goes, I need food. Martha brings food and Allie goes, oh, you brought food. Great. Literally, like, she's, like, the assistant to their sexcapade. <laughs> How funny would it have been if she comes with the food and they're like, oh, thank God, I'm starving from all the fucking we've been doing. And they just, like, yeah. just start eating all the food in front of her and they don't even offer it to yeah. her. They just start eating it. Get out of here, Martha. Get out of here. You want to watch? What a fucking sadist Allie is. <laughs> Literally. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't, like, show her pictures of the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is when he bent me over the kitchen table. We fucked here. We fucked there. We fucked over there. Yeah. Don't you dare, Max. Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) But Martha, being a trooper, goes, I'm glad. I'm glad you found her. You know, and just drives away. It's kind of a throwaway portion of the plot. It's It's like, we didn't need to to see from Martha again. Poor, poor Martha. No. No. Yeah. No. And she just drives away back to her lonely, lonely apartment. There's just a lot of collateral damage in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of people getting hurt that Noah and Allie just don't really, you know, they're like, whatever. They're just in the way. Yeah. The ricocheted of their the love. Of our, people getting hurt everywhere. The way of our love. Um, so, so yeah, so after Martha leaves, then uh, the mom shows up and takes her on her wild, her wild whore, uh, you know. Miss, Mrs. Annie's wild whore ride where the, the mom shows up and the daughter is just letting her freak her rich bitch uh, freak flag fly just painting with her titties out and then the mom yep. the proper you know prissy mom shows up and the, the daughter's completely naked it's like there's nothing you can mm-hmm. say it's yeah. not what it looks like uh, no it is exactly <laughs> no. what it looks like it's exactly what it yeah. looks like were you just painting in the nude yep totally not having sex no. You have a different- You've had 10 babies since you've been here, Ellie. <laughs> it's been eight years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then the mom takes a turn, takes um, takes Allie down to the, to the, not the lumber yard, but the coal mine to show her the, uh, the blue collar dick that she was riding back when she was a kid and uh, says, this is the guy, this is my Noah. Now make the right, now make your decision. I just want you to see what the consequences are. And then drives her back to the house, gives her the the letters 
and um, Allie and Noah proceed to get in a massive fight because of obvious reasons. Because so, they're always fighting. The guy, though, I like that you know, he's fully aware that she's just stalking him. Like, I, it would have been great yep. if, like, you know, as she's, like, telling her story, sobbing about, oh, poor me. And he's just like, I can see you, Karen. Is that your daughter? <laughs> Karen? He's in, the, he's in the background. You can see him in the background, like, doing a humping. <laughs> you coming over tonight, <laughs> to Karen? all his buddies, and he's just pointing at her. What? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Tim was making some inappropriate gestures with his whole body for the listeners yeah. at home. Um. So, yeah, so, you know, her mom drops her off back at the house. Um, she's like, I don't know what to do. I have to go talk to Lon. He's here. Um, you know, Noah's like, well, obviously you're just going to stay with me. We've had this 48-hour fucking nonstop sexcapade. Sahara Desert dick, like stated before. And then she's like, it's not that simple. And then this is this is the moment where... <laughs> This movie encapsulates the entirety of the male female um the dichotomy. Dynamic, yeah, the dynamic. Where, yeah. where Noah's like, What do you want? And she's like, It's not that simple. And he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly how how the male female dynamic is. What the fuck do you want? Just tell me what the fuck you want. It's not that simple, okay? It has to be. This is all of us and our wives just trying to find something to watch on streaming after yeah. 11 yeah. months in COVID. Just, what the fuck sake. do you want? Yeah. What do you want to watch? You know what? And you can put it into anything. What do you want to eat? What yep. position do you right. want to have sex in? What movie are we going to watch? What book are we going to read together? It's Where not are that we going to go on a hike? Yeah, nothing's that fucking simple. Do you want a you comedy know, or a drama? Yeah. Like, what kind of dog do you want? I don't, it's not that simple. Yes, it is. Do you want a dog or do you not want a dog? Like, <laughs> it's a yes or no question. This is the most black and white fucking question ever. Yeah. Yeah. We've got dog and no dog. Dog and no dog. What do you want? It's not that simple. Yes, it is. Yep. What about a cat? There's no fucking cat in this question. <laughs> do you want a dog or not? <laughs> And that's the male-female dynamic uh, encapsulated in one scene. And uh, then Allie goes and drives to see Lon at the hotel he's staying at and tells him the whole thing. Lon is a massive pussy cuck. And it's just like, well, I could go beat him up. (laughs) Very, (laughs) kind of very gay. I could go beat him up. (laughs) I could leave you. (laughs) Or... Well, he, whatever. The, the first option is that he could shoot him. So I yeah, was like, shoot. okay, he at least salvaged yeah. it right there. But um, yeah. you're right, though. He's like, well, yeah, I could just beat him up. And that- he's like, well, none of those options get leave me to you. I'm like, oh, Lon, mm. dude, just mm. leave her. She is the worst. You proposed okay. to her, and she immediately just jumped in the car and wanted to go fuck some dude. That is not right. the one for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't matter how nice her eyebrows are now. <laughs> all right so a few things here this is me just i would really want to get into this fucking mom here so on their way back when they see lon's car at the hotel she goes oh boy don't act like you're not 100 percent complicit in all of this who the fuck do you think told your husband you did right the husband right. told him and he fucking came don't act right, like you exactly. just didn't fucking know and then she goes after that i hope you make the right choice 
It's like, you're really giving me some mixed signals here, mom. <laughs> like, right. should I marry the handsome, rich, charming man who loves me just like you did and my father? Or should I marry the really handsome handyman who like literally built a temple dedicated to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which one? The man of my dreams or the one who can give me everything I've ever wanted in life that I've dreamed about? I hope you make the right choice. Fuck you. God damn it. mom sucks. Follow you for your heart, Ellie. Follow your heart. She's just upset about the mustache rides, dude. It chafes. Okay, it chafes. No, the mom is jealous. The mom is jealous because Ellie's going to make the right decision. Yep. The fucking, the strong handyman who built the temple to borrow Max's, uh, yeah, Max's that's term there mm-hmm. with a fucking hammer cock <laughs> that, touch, that touches every, all the right spots. As opposed to that little fucking like pansy over there. Who's got five who's, mistresses probably. Knowing this is the nineteen forties. Yeah, he's definitely fucking other people yeah. too. Because everybody was a fucking monster back then. Actually, yeah. you're right. The guy was, he was having a whiskey at like ten AM. Yeah. When 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 Rachel stopped by at his office earlier in the fucking movie. Yeah. He's like, going oh. to brothels. He's he stopped on a he made a pit stop on the way down there. Yeah. Yep. Once again, can trace his lineage back to <laughs> slave owners. Also, too. Their argument, though, after the what do you want, very realistic when they just say, if you leave, I hate you. It's like that is such <laughs> a real thing that you say in like just in when you're in a passionate argument, you just you just revert to like a five year old and you start you don't even make any sense anymore. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you go, you're stupid. It's like that. And <laughs> nah, I should have said something better than that. You don't even know your times tables. <laughs> and then she leaves, though, and I just started laughing and also kind of, like, sighing. But when she drives away, did you notice that Gosling just touches his heart? He just immediately grabs his heart. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God, I missed that. It's like, oh, my heart. No, oh, yeah, see, yeah, a guy wouldn't do that. A guy would just be like, ah! I mean, that Fuck would be you! Like, yeah, it Where's would go, my thumb? To break something yeah, expensive. that's exactly what yeah, I said. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been yeah. cut scene to him, to him fucking like handbrake turning into Martha's driveway. Poor Martha's Martha breaking Martha out of frustration yeah. and anger. No, seriously, yeah, it turns into straight like fucking swear engine from Deadwood. Just like I need to fuck something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, all right. I'm fucking whether you like it or not. That's rape. No, I shut up. <laughs> not in the forties. It ain't. Your dead husband isn't here to save you. <laughs> uh so oh, uh long Terrible. story short after uh Allie, long story short Allie they all gets, die at the end <laughs> yeah after Allie gets uh you know mixed signals from her mom tells lon lon kind of pusses out Allie Allie gets that beta male signal from lon and decides she's gonna go get that hammer that gosling hammer cock <laughs> drives all the way back and they end up together in the end so Allie makes the right choice which is noah Oh yeah! By the way, James Garner is Noah. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought well, at the beginning. Yeah. I thought at the beginning that Noah died when they were going back and forth with the old folks, and I was like, "It's that fucking Squirtle short fuck." It's like that's who's telling the fucking story, isn't it? That's him. Fuck that guy. And then it's like he dies in World War Two. I'm like, "Oops, so who is it?" I am. I immediately knew Noah was the fucking. Guy. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, it was, was it was thinly veiled. It was thinly veiled, yeah. and they they definitely designed this movie for like literally all ages. So it's yeah, yeah, it, it's good in that way. So but, yeah, so you find out that James Garner's Noah, and that um, uh, what's her name, Allie, um, 
has dementia, mm. and she exactly. wrote down the tale of their love story so that Noah could tell her every day in the hopes to, to remind her about the whole thing. Um, so that's what Noah does. They're, they're in a fucking nursing home. And, and he eventually he signed him. He signed into that nursing home just to spend more time with her. It is very sweet. Again, like oh, I do like amazing. this movie. It no, is like it's, a, it is a tearjerker at the end. Well, especially considering its sequel, Thirty First Dates. I mean, this is this is much better than that. Much better than that. <laughs> I have to say, it wasn't a tearjerker for me because I called it. I called it. I said, do a he's gonna it. die at the end. He's gonna die at the end with a heart attack. They're both gonna die at the same time, right? And Abby was like so angry that I fucking called it that at the end when the when the nurse walked in and said and like saw that they're both dead, I put my hands up in the air and said, Called it That's that's my last note of this movie is typical woman move where she takes up three fourths of the bed when they're oh, yeah. both dead. Yep. He's just like barely on the bed. Once yep. again, I argue that this movie is nothing but a liability for cu- for couples. This a liability th- for sure. It, this ends in, in trouble, nothing else. I think that this movie should be watched alone. I think men should watch it because it gets them in touch with their emotional side. I think that women should watch it on their own huh. too, so that way they aren't forcing their husband or boyfriend to watch it because so that then only they can makes go them blow bitter. you. Of course, exactly. <laughs> but it's, if you watch it, if you watch it together, you got a thing with blowjobs today. I don't know what it is. If, if you if you week. watch it together, I feel like it is nothing but a liability. Yeah, I agree with that. I also misremembered this ending. I thought that they committed suicide. I could have sworn that I remember like watching this movie that they had pills in their hands. Like Gardner went to go like smuggle a bunch of pills and they overdosed and died. They didn't commit suicide. It's just huh. this old it's all this crap, romance crap. Like the first time they have sex, they come together. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. Come at the same time. That's never happened in that's never happened in the history of mankind. First of all, and second of all, you're gonna die at the same time now. Bullshit. Yeah. No simultaneous ejaculations, and they definitely committed suicide. Yeah. That's the real yeah, notebook. That's how the, and that's how the movie ends, folks. So, whatever his name is, Noah has a heart attack. He's in the hospital. Allie's being all demented, and um, oh, she's walking around being like, "I'm an alien from outer space." Wait, no, I'm Allie. I'm, I'm Barbara I'm Bush. And then she push, yeah, it looks just like it does. Noah goes and sneaks into her room for one last quickie. <laughs> Presumably, he mounts her. She has a heart attack. He has a heart attack at the same time. Boom, boom, heart attack, jizz, jizz. <laughs> they both, they're both dead. As we know, okay. As people, they don't defecate when they die. They just, they just come. Yeah. Is this like the new definition to kiss, kiss, bang, bang? Like what the yep. fuck? Like, yep. <laughs> they're both dead. Nurse walks in, sees them both dead. The movie ends. That's how. That's how it ends. And then the nurse goes, "Oh fuck, I'm definitely fired." No, well, yeah. no, the nurse, the, no, the nurse isn't fired. She's just going, "God damn it, the fucking paperwork that I have to fill out now." That that's what that is. Come on. Also, sweet move though by, not sweet as a cool, very like um, very nice move by the uh, the nurse being like, "I'm gonna take my coffee break. I'm gonna be gone for at least twenty minutes, and the coffee's still there." Yeah, right. And, I like and I'm not going to be back to check on you for a while, you know, and then, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, sneak out, go see your wife, you know. it's just... Yep. Good stuff. Apply your wife. Okay, we have to get through <laughs> yes, this Yes, we show. do. It is past okay. 11 o'clock. You, you two, yeah, you two are way too late. Come on, let's just leave out. So, okay, here's so. I don't have any trivia because I didn't Good. look up any trivia. But I'm going to make up, I'm going to make up one trivia fact. This movie's terrible. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Whoa, hey. <laughs> 
I got one more trivia fact. On. All right. Um, the of mom in this movie, or no, excuse me, um, the older Allie in this movie is the director's mom. Oh, really? Yeah. And the wife of but the guy who famous. directed. Yeah. She was very pretty when she was younger. Very good Yo, looking. Didn't last. <laughs> if you're not anyway. pretty, if you're not, if you're not whoa, pretty into your seventies, right. you ain't pretty. Yeah, you know when you don't. Yeah, well, when you're dressed that well, you just you you are naturally stunned to know that poor people exist still today. So yeah, I did say that to Nikki when they like when the movie first opened up. I'm like, why is she dressed like she's about to accept the Republican nomination? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's in an LPC yeah. character. Thatcher. Yeah. So okay, box office game, John. What did it? What did it cost? What did it make? Um, this movie cost twenty million. It made five hundred million. Wow. Good. Good. Yes, Max. It cost sixty nine, and it made sixty nine. Oh, sixty nine dollars. It is not yeah. sixty nine million. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, I'm gonna pennies. say this movie cost. <laughs> I'm gonna say this movie cost fifty million dollars and it made two hundred fifty million dollars. But the guess what? We all win because I have no idea. <laughs> it's best that we don't know because that'll just ruin the movie for everybody. Yeah. It's fine. Money, uh, money doesn't have anything to do with love. That's the theme here. Everybody who's listening, it just delays. It doesn't it for several yeah. years. It just, yeah, it just causes you to break a lot of hearts along the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, the moral of the story is raise your kids right. They will be rich and they will put you in the expensive fucking nursing home. That's mm-hmm. the trick. That yep. is the fucking trick. If you're a farmer, just have 15 of them because you never know when, a, when an eagle is going to carry one off into the trees. So That's, that's also unrealistic point. in which the dad is in this long-term care facility and the parent or the kids are like, dad, come on, you need to come home. Don't go to the nursing home. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, thank Christ he's there. Oh, my God. He shits himself every other day. Um, Okay, Max, who's your favorite and least favorite? My favorite's Noah's dad. Um, yep. Just great guy. Really mm-hmm. cared about his kid. And then, obviously, my least favorite is the mom. Just prissy, contradicting bitch. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, John. My favorite is actually um, Allie, Rachel McAdams. Um, I she just I, I just appreciate somebody, you know, it, it, she's just a, such a wonderful emotional depiction of such a wonderful character. And, you know, as misguided as she was, it was just a wonderful performance. And I just very much enjoyed it. And, you know, I felt for it. You know, I've, I've been in situations where I've gone, you know, been pulled and it's like, oh, which one do you choose? It's just, it's a tough thing. And I think that she acted it out very well. Um and at the same time, she's just lovely. My least favorite is um, Ryan Gosling's beard, <laughs> um, with a close tie being um, Tim's wife. Okay. Oh, shots. This movie. <laughs> shots fired. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair shots enough. fired. No, honest to God, I'm going to meet her one day, and we are going to get along so well because Abby's I love the best. this movie deep down. I, I cannot wait to meet her one day, truth be told. Okay, um, I'm going to get into my least favorite. My least favorite is Abby. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. Uh, my favorite in this whole movie is the dad's mustache. Bar none, best character in this whole movie. Mm. Mm. Um, my least favorite is fucking Allie. She's a, she's a sadistic cunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, them, them's the breaks, John. I'm sorry. Uh, Can't expect anything more out of a Hold My Popcorn episode where we do the notebook and it ends with Allie's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Unfortunately, that will not be the title of this episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. No, no. See y'all next Tuesday. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, we've hit our cunt uh, quota for the for the month. Yeah, we've yeah I've said it a lot. In this really movie. said it a lot more than I thought we would. Yeah, <laughs> doing the Notebook. Yeah. Uh, what's your rating, John? Um, I give this one three mustache ride. Rides, plural, out of the original set of blue balls that happened in this movie because their <laughs> blue balling hadn't happened until 1945 when these two decided to try to fuck for the first time. So, yeah. <laughs> Max? Oh, jeez. I'm, uh, I'm going to give it four suicide attempts for Noah. <laughs> um, God damn it. Out of four times that Allie doesn't remember it. <laughs> having a suicide attempt. I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to give this movie uh, 10 more C words than we would have expected to hear. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't expecting um, one. We all said yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, no, I did not. Oh, I did. Yeah, did. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, let's go to the tape. I think I know. Let's go to the tape. <laughs> I think you need to put in, this is the first time that like the beep will be really good. I think that would be kind of funny. Where it's like, she's a fucking beep. Like it's gonna take way too much saying. editing for me to do that. There's so many uh, times. Okay, sorry, but this is all out of uh, the ten legitimate times that Allie should have been called the c-word. So, <laughs> what do you want, you cat? <laughs> that's my rating. <laughs> okay, well there go the five female listeners that listen to hold my popcorn. <laughs> They're not fucking listening at this point. No, Tell they you definitely what. are not anymore. Yeah, notice none of them have said hello for quite some time. Um, so we don't, once again, folks, we don't have any fucking jelly time, and that's fine because we're too emotional to even talk to people today. Um, so as usual, follow us and like us on the Twitter lands at HMPopcornPod and the Instagrills at HoldMyPopcorn underscore podcast. And lastly, always, please, 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 please just send me a note, send me an email. You know what? Send Tim an email, and we'll pass it along with a... We'll just pass it along to him if you want to. You can just guess his weight. If you like, you can say hello. You can also say hi to Max. It's not like he does all of the heavy lifting for this fucking, you know, show. Um, but once again, email tdbackrow at gmail.com. Once again, that is tdbackrow at gmail.com. Everybody say hello. Tell us what you like. Rate and review and all the usual nonsense. And um, deuces, fuckers. Bye. Bye. Yeah, cunt. <laughs> yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs>